Welcome to the Bible Talks with Josh and Heather. This is a show that discusses deep theology in a simple format. So if you don't consider yourself a theologian, but uh, like to study the Bible, hey, this is the show for you. We're Josh and Heather Tice. We minister to and lead Southern Hills Church in Las Vegas. We love each other, love theology, and we love to talk. If you like this episode, you can find more episodes like this on our iTunes podcast or at KVXL 101.1 Experience Liberty Radio. Heather, we always like to start with something fun, so do you have something for us? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Let's do it. Okay, so this is episode number 40, 45, Scriptures We Pray, part two. This is a follow-up to episode 27, The Scriptures We Pray, because um, that was a popular episode. Yes, yeah, a yes, lot of it people. was. A lot of people liked it, a lot of comments on that. It was encouraging because a few people, um, a couple of listeners told me things that they were adding to their prayer list um, based on some of those scriptures. And I think it's good to, to know how to pray scripture. Yeah, so if you're a Christian and you've never never added to your own daily prayer list scriptures that you can overlook and even pray to God, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that concept. We did in episode 27. Go back and listen to part one. And uh, it's you don't have to listen to the previous episode. It's not like you have. To, it's not like watching Infinity War and then you have to watch Endgame. You understand? Like you have to see the. I first, feel like yeah, those you have to. Those see, you have to see, see saying, together. Yeah. You don't have to, but maybe no, you should. These are separate. You these are just separate. listen to this one, right? Yeah, yeah. Unless you want to really get into it, right? If you really want to walk with Jesus, you need to go back and listen to episode back. one. If you love him you all the way through, <laughs> and you need to start with Tony Stark. And go. Wait, I'm, if anyone, no, now I'm forgetting. What are we talking about? Oh, I the thought we were talking talks. about Marvel movies. No. Did you know that Iron Man is not the first Marvel movie in this real series? No, the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, actually begins with the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk movie. How about that? Are you talking about? I'm so confused. Mark Ruffalo. No, Hulk, no, before Mark Hulk, Ruffalo. That stupid one where they try to explain all the science and exactly. it's really boring. No, I know, I know, but it's Ooh. actually part because at the very that end, that one made me angry. And you don't want to you don't want to see her. See her when she's, <laughs> she's angry. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice, very oh, good, that's pretty good. So scriptures we pray, but we have a little fun. What are you what are, what are you bringing to the table here, Heather? Yeah, I don't know. I have questions sometimes. Yeah, you do. Every episode at this point, she brings a question to me. I'm not prepared for, and we see what happens. Yeah. Okay. It's so really what is it? It's really exciting because I never know what you're going to say. I don't know what I'm going to say. I mean, we've had to edit things. Yeah. Oh, so many times. And I'm stalling because there it is. I couldn't find my <laughs> question list. Because <laughs> I do have a question ready, and here That's it is. Awesome. Okay, if you were given $200 and two days to yourself, what would you do? You got $200 and two days by yourself to do whatever. What would you do? $200? 200. And two days? Two C notes. It's not a lot of, that's not a lot. A, I'd uh, like is more. Is a G a million? I, I don't a G is a thousand thousand yeah. but a K is a thousand too oh a G and a K is a thousand that doesn't sound right a G is a is a well this is a C is You've a got gangster two C's. A, a G is a gangster no no I'm an I'm an o, I'm an O I'm an OG yo what does that mean old gangster I think I don't know. I don't think that's what it means. But right. I don't know. Well, what maybe it is. somebody will let us know on our Facebook page. Okay, so two two hundred bucks. Bible talks with Josh and Heather Facebook page. Two hundred bucks. Um, I would. I would. Okay, 
And this is assuming all our other bills are paid and we have a place to sleep that night. Yeah, you have to like, yeah, life right. is normal. You're just, right, just, you have to spend 200 on yourself. Oh, yeah, this is fantastic. And you've got two okay. days. What are you going to do with those two days? All right. And how are you going to use that money? All right, all right, all right. First thing I'm going to do um, is I'm going to get up, grab some coffee. There's five bucks. Then I'm going to go golfing by myself, 18 holes. That's going to be 50 bucks. Then I'm going to go to dinner and it's going to be awesome. That's going to be 25 bucks. Where are you going to dinner? I'm going to go to uh, Texas. Uh, no, I'm going to go to uh, Texas Roadhouse. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to take my last 20 bucks and I'm going to go see a movie. I knew a movie would be in there. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to the next day do exactly the same thing. Really? Yes. I never would have expected golf to be on your list. It's I didn't kind of know been, you like golf that much. Well, I, I get to go like three times, twice a year maybe. And I do like it, but I'm really bad. And and when I go, I don't, you know, it's social. I, I'm a social person. I like being with people. I don't like golfing with people. I'd rather go out by myself because it's embarrassing. But I, I like it. Put my ear pods in and listen to something while I, uh, yeah, some music or a podcast or a book and, and do it by myself. Three, four hours by wow. myself. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, I had mine less detailed. And now I'm questioning, like, am I not eating for those days? I didn't think about that. Am I going to eat at home? Probably not. So just assume that meals are coming out of my 200, but they're cheap meals. Oh, okay. So I'll make them cheap. So okay. I, like maybe Zupas or something. So I Zupas is not cheap. You know, you it think is cheap. Zu- it's Zupas not is cheap. Like six to eight bucks I can eat there. Six to eight bucks. <laughs> no, I do. I do because I get the half. I, well, if you get, oh, you get a, you get one bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah, a bowl. That's like eight ninety five. Well, that's $8. Plus I tax. I drink water there. Plus tax. That's, a, that's anyway, 10 bucks. Well, I'm just Fine, saying. then I'll go to McDonald's. I can eat there for four. Uh, this is why okay. we're fat. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I am going to, the first day, use all my money the first day. And I'm going to go shopping. I'm not a big shopper, but I need to shop because I need to throw things away. And I need to get things that are not, you know, tattered and make myself. It's so much work. Some of you ladies love shopping. Some of you men love shopping. And I'm just not going to, if I'm in a really good mood... And in decent shape, then shopping sometimes is really fun. Yeah, yeah. But whether it's fun or not, when I get the $200, I am just going to go shopping. And once that money is spent, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read a book, and I'm going to hike. That's my other two-day, like, in my two-day period. So I don't know how long it's going to take oh, me I to shop. Oh, I could definitely you see you doing that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I'll go for a hike, and I'll read books, and just lay around <coughs> and read books, and sleep in. I wanted to sleep in so bad If it's today. summertime, I'm going to go to a pool. And not just our pool, like some big Las Vegas oh, Mandalay Bay pool. Like, I love that. I want solitude. I don't want all those noisy people, no, nastiness. No, like if I'm going to go to a pool, make nobody be there. Or wow. a beach, nobody's there. So yeah. I go hiking. I like it. Anyway, yeah. that, that was... annoys me. How do you, like not you personally, but like the idea, the concept of being in a noisy, loud pool. I, How is that I, relaxing? I like, the, I like the, the busyness of it. I don't know. It's the same reason I like to sit at a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it it it's something that I I it's like I, I don't even know you. <sighs> <laughs> well, I mean, you you do know that I pray, and <laughs> these are wait, the wait, scriptures wait. we pray. Where's this going? Oh, because we're talking uh, about verses we pray. This I is episode forty-five, and we still have not figured out how to segue. You do pretty well. Well, that was pr- that was rough. It was rough. But at least you made an you effort. Don't know I me don't very even well, try. But 
You do know that I pray. I, at least you're trying. And these are the scriptures I pray. How many do you have today, by the way? Four. Four? How okay. many do you have? You're supposed to have four. Okay, yeah, four is what I have. Sure. I asked if you had four. No, that's what I got. Just share what you have. Don't make up stuff. Let's right. not lie to the audience. Now, here's what I'm going to say. Here's my prayer list. Would you stop? I'm showing my prayer. My prayer list has a scripture beside everything that I pray, except for individuals. And so I've got plenty to share. Wow. I'm a very godly person. Wow. Look at the depths of my pharisaical godliness. Yes, that you're flashing your prayer list. I do. I, to see. I bring it around. I'm going to post it on my Facebook page. <laughs> Look at what I pray for. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So we talked about this before. With praying scripture, I've heard people pray through scripture, and I've tried that. It's not wrong to go through a chapter of the Bible and pray that to the Lord, but sometimes it's difficult, and especially if you're in the Psalms, sometimes it gets weird because then you go into killing your enemies and stuff like that. Which is weird, yes. Yeah, and that's awkward. Don't pray that unless yeah. you really mean it. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I have not always been able to do that, but it is amazing to me how as I'm going through scripture and devotions or different things, I'm going to share how these verses came up. Some of them didn't come directly from my devotional time. They came other ways, but um, how they would just really strike me and strike such a need in my heart that I thought, you know what? I can't produce this, but God, you have it. I want it. So let's put it on my prayer list and begin praying these things. So I'm going to go first. And I cannot believe I didn't share this in the first one because this is probably one of the first scriptures that ever made it onto my prayer list. This is probably primero uno. Is that right? Why am I asking you? Why are you asking me? Spanish? Primero is first. I mean, first one. I think I I did it right. I don't know. Anyway, it was, I think, the first one, the most important one. So um, I was studying the life of Moses. And in Exodus 33.11, the Lord used to speak to Moses face-to-face just as a man speaks to his friend. And I remember thinking about that so much and thinking about the relationship. I really wanted the relationship that Moses had with the Lord, that closeness, that intimate friendship. I really wanted that. And I remember over and over seeing Moses asking for that. Lord, I want to I want to see your face. I want to know you. Show me your face. And so I began praying that from Exodus 33, 11. I began praying, Lord, Show me your face. That's literally the first thing on my prayer list. Not only the first scripture that I began to pray, but it's the first one I say in the morning. So every morning I ask the Lord to show me his face. Let me see who you are. I want to know you. You know, I see that. That's on your vision board, right? You have uh, your vision board up on your... Uh, I do have a vision board, but it's not on my vision board. Well, where did I see you talking about that? Maybe it was in a previous episode or maybe it was something we, we were on a date. We were talking about the importance of seeing your face. And that's not something that I have in my prayer list at all. Mm -hmm. It's not something that I'd actually think through, but I love the concept. Um, Let me see your face. I'm seeking you above all things. And so it's putting a a precedent upon him. Uh, Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. I love that idea. And it's amazing because as I read the scriptures, it is amazing how God will show me who he is in the midst of uh, another person's story or in the midst of a passage. Or even sometimes it's not even through scripture. Sometimes he shows me who he is, and it's through interactions I have with other believers. Um, I or, or something, you know, it's amazing. God will teach me things about him, even in something that is um, sometimes something secular. I'll be watching a show, reading a story, and it will draw my mind and heart to think about God and how he's different or how he's like that and how it's a picture of him. And continually, since I've begun praying this, you know, asking you shall be given, the Lord over and over has been showing me more and more of who he is. And so I just love it. I love those it. glimpses of God. All right. So the one that I'm going to share, by the way, 
um, on our on our podcast right now. I just went live on Facebook. Um, now, why am I telling you this? Because if you follow our page on Facebook, The Bible Talks with Josh and Heather, occasionally you're going to be able to see us as we go live with an episode and follow along. Uh, but right now, for our podcast or for our live stream right now, let you know we're actually recording episode 45 right now, which is called Prayers. The, uh, scriptures that we pray part two episode 27 was the first one of these but i'm about to share my first one heather just shared hers which was a scripture which which scripture was it it was exodus 33 11 exodus 33 11 okay let me give you mine one of the scriptures that i pray i love praying this i've prayed it for years it's under what i call my spiritual prayer list what i'm praying for myself i i pray about the holy spirit filling me and controlling me giving god giving me wisdom and then i pray for the three d's the three D's that I pray for are direction, discernment, and discretion. So why Is this the three coming D's? directly from the Bible? That's what yeah. I want to hear. Mm-hmm. There's a passage. Yeah, in Acts chapter I 9. I d- doubt it. <laughs> in Acts chapter 9. <laughs> I dare you to in, prove it to me. In Acts chapter 9 and verse 6. Um, in Acts chapter 9 and verse 6, the scripture tells us that he trembled and asto- uh, trembling and astonished said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? This is, this, is, this is a prayer that the apostle Paul prays and Saul of Tarsus at this moment as he falls to his knees with a great light upon him and he prays out to the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do next? Give me direction in my life. And, and this is where I get a specific prayer. I pray every day, Lord, just as the apostle Paul and uh, was in this moment, and he continued to pray this throughout his life. Lord, where would you have me to go? What would so that's that's a direction. Then I pray for discernment. Discernment I find in Hebrews chapter five, and uh, it says, "But strong meat belongeth to them that are of a full age, and those who by reason use their senses, exercising to discern both good and evil." And I say, Lord, I I need to be mature enough to be able to know the difference between right and wrong. That's not always easy for a man. Uh, not always easy for a human. So I pray specifically, God, give me discernment so that I can see and discern between good and evil. Okay. And then there's discretion. Wait, wait, wait. Hold it. Yeah. All right. Like that verse, discernment. How did that come on your list? Now, did you say, okay, these are the things I want and these are scriptures that go with them? Or were you, how did you discover that verse and put that and say, I'm going to pray for that discernment here? Well, primarily because though two, I know you're about to ju- judge me I'm on this. Judging. These three D's, yes, the you Bible are. Says judge not. That's not my prayer list. Yeah. I'm just kidding. It's not. Okay, but <laughs> I know going into this list, I knew there would be ones that you say. Well, that's not a specific prayer of somebody. I it get have it. To be okay. They. Oh, just I'm. I'm nervous that you're this going to judge space, my prayer Josh. list. This is a place of grace. I don't feel safe. <laughs> something something makes me nervous. No, I'm just curious. Yeah. That verse, how did it come up on your prayer list? Um, I don't know because it's been on my prayer list now for over a decade. So some of these I forget. Um, a de- decade? A decade <laughs> for discernment. So I don't remember. I just remember probably I was reading through the book of Hebrews and, and uh, I was walking through this. Or maybe I heard a sermon about direction, discernment, and discretion. I thought, ooh, I want to pray for those. Mm. But I, I was taught years and years ago that I ought pray daily for the things that I need most. Yeah. Daily. Go ahead. You need to stop that or I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to depart? <laughs> I would be devastated. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. And Darling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The last one is discretion of the three Ds. A good man, the Bible says, showeth favor and lendeth. He will guide his affairs with 
discretion. So a good man will guide his affairs with discretion. This this psalm is a prayer. It's an actual song, and he and and they're praying that a good person is one who uh, is discreet and knows what to say, when to say. For example, a moment ago there were several things I thought about saying and I decided not to because I pray for discretion. Nice. So yeah. So. Three, three, the three D's is what I would say under my spiritual prayer list. I pray for direction, discernment, and discretion. All right. Those are good ones. I'll tell you why. Because I need to know where I'm going. Mm. I need to know what is right and wrong. And I need to know what to say and what to do in the right scenarios. And there have been many times, I think, because I've prayed those, I've been like, Mm. no, I better not do that. Or because I pray for boldness in another section uh, or a few That's things down. That's on my vision board. That's what you're thinking of. Boldness. Sorry. I'll, I'll pray and I'll, because the other side of discretion is, is boldness. And that is um, I, I want to be discreet. I don't want to do something that I'm going to regret. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes I just have to be bold and I need to go for it. So I, I think praying those things, discretion and boldness, uh, in complementary to, to one another is that I know when to hold back and when not to say and then when to speak and when – but I need the Holy Spirit to guide me in those things. Mm. Hence why this list begins with Holy Spirit for me. So anyway, you just asked for for some. So I pray the three Ds, discretion, uh, d- direction, discernment, and discretion. Okay. Those are really good. Thank you. My next one. I take a lot of pride in that. I'm kidding. I was about to say there's, <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for a D word and that there was nothing I there. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> See what I did there? Oh, my word. Okay. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Okay. So one of the verses that has made it onto my prayer list is um, Leviticus 11. No, I'm sorry. 10, 17. It's the life of the flesh is in the blood. Mm. And <laughs> that's. Very... I love that you went, mm, you weren't listening. I wasn't paying I attention. You. I was like, mm, that's good. I'm just that's, kidding. That's fantastic. That is not one. But I do know that verse. In Espanol. It's the only one I no, remember No, but why are you Spanish telling class. me this? Because I thought it would this be This is funny. not relevant. I, you're funny. I wanted to be funny, too. So oh, I was trying we to We all have, have gifts, Heather. So, you know, the life of the flesh <laughs> is in the blood. Can you imagine praying that one? Lord, thank you that the life of my flesh is in my blood. And I pray that you I can imagine praying it if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm sitting on the operating table. <laughs> Lord, please like, help God, these doctors please let to the understand life of the flesh the is in the blood. If Abraham Lincoln had prayed it. It'd yeah. been fine. They're sucking the life out of them. Oh, get it? Because leeches. That was yeah. disgusting. Oh. <laughs> okay, he, enough. He'd be dead because of that too. That's deplorable that you would even. Uh, okay, oh, moving on. Nobody, everybody so, just. I could hear literally all the radios click off. I was about to say. I think that they've been long gone, honey. Right. Long gone. Now it's just dead air. <laughs> I already said dead. Oh, you okay. Doubled I'm sorry, up. I you doubled up. Go, just be done. All right, all right. Second thing I was going to share today is one that, this is funny. This is the only time this has happened. I heard it from a teacher. She was sharing some things. Um, I love doing studies with Beth Moore, and she was sharing something uh, personal to her life, and she was just sharing some things that she prays on her prayer list. And she didn't even expound on it. She just mentioned she asked God to give her a hundredfold harvest. And of all the things she mentioned, you know how your brain works just, and I really think it was more than the brain. The Holy Spirit just really kind of tugged my heart at that one. And it jumped out at me. And I, I, I don't hear, I don't remember what she said after that. She was going on with other things teaching. I remember just being stuck there and thinking a hundredfold harvest, a spiritual reaping of a hundredfold. Hmm. And I thought, 
I think I want that. Get well, I, I knew it was from the Bible. You know, she ta- said the Bible talks about this. And I remember thinking, well, I think I want that too. <laughs> and so I added it to my prayer list. I never do that. But I remember it just struck me and I thought I should be asking the Lord to give me a hundredfold harvest. And then this is really cool. About two weeks later on a Sunday morning, and it was kind of fun because I knew it was going to come up. I didn't know when the Lord was going to show me where it was. And I did not use Strong's Concordance. I did not look it up. I just began praying for it. And then on a Sunday morning, we're going through the book of Mark this year. And it's in Mark 4.20. And it's a passage I've heard so many times. And it's at the very end of this little parable. And I had never paid attention to it. It's about the different types of soil. Remember the different types of ground? Yeah. And it's after the good ground, right at the end. And it talks about in the good ground... Some will have, and I don't remember the other numbers, but like a 40-fold harvest. Oh, no, I do have the numbers. I'm sorry, because I wrote it out. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit, some 30-fold, some 60, and some 100. And I got so excited. I almost start, like, I'm on the front row at our church. I almost started jumping up and down and being like, I found, I found it. it. <laughs> I'm like, and I, I did. I literally giggled, giggled in church when you were reading this passage, because I'm like, it's here. I knew this treasure. It was like finding hidden treasure because I knew it was going to come up. And um, I decided to leave it on my prayer list because I really do want that. I thought, Lord, my harvest is going to look different from my else. So certainly it's not going to look like Beth Moore's, um, though that would be amazing. But that's not what God's called me to. Right. Um, mine is going to be spectacular in some way because it's what God has assigned to me. Yeah. And I don't want to live anyone else's assignment. I want to live mine. Yeah. Because he's the king and the master. Yeah. And I serve him. But, but I thought, for you I thought, Lord, than, yeah. I want a hundredfold. I don't yeah. want to just produce, you know, 30 or 60. I want to yield to you good ground and I want to produce all that it can, Lord. You and that it. can only be done by your grace. But I'm asking you, Lord, to do this in me. I'm asking you to take what it, whatever it takes, whatever it costs to keep me focused, to keep me balanced so that I can produce this. Yeah. That you can produce this, I should say, in my life. I'm, I'm a willing vessel and that's what I'm asking for. So. Hundredfold harvest. It's on my prayer list. Mark four twenty. I love it. So when will you know if that accomplished? I mean, how do you how do you mark that? Ooh, that's, that's a good question. That that's been taking place, or is it just a lifelong? I think it's a lifelong thing yeah. for me. Um, and there are certain prayer requests, like I told you about. Show me your face. I again, I'm not stopping praying that, and I see glimpses. I'm like, oh Lord, that was from you, and I can see certain requests. And, I, and I'm going to talk in the next one about some specific things that the Lord answered. But most of these things, I, I can't think of any of mine that even from last episode that I think these are always continual are ones. I don't yeah. know that any of these are temporary for yeah. me. And when will I know? Um, I think whenever I do see fruit, it's very clear that it's the Lord because I know well, myself. This is one of the things that I <laughs> this is one of the things that I love about that concept is that it's constantly giving credit back to God if it were to mm-hmm. happen. So if you are producing a harvest, you're saying God, it was you that did this. I've been mm-hmm. praying that you would, and therefore I cannot take credit credit for it so i love that so okay my number two is scriptures we pray we're talking about scriptures that we pray the second one that i would say in my list today i pulled out this one i pray for our church under what i call our church prayer list the things i pray for the church globally and then there are (coughs) things that i pray for the church locally um last episode in episode 27 i should say when we talked about prayers that we pray I think I shared John 17 and what I pray for the church globally. Uh, Jesus' high priestly prayer, what he says, neither pray, I them for the, neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word, that they should be as one 
as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us. The world may believe that thou hast sent me. That the He's talking about that, the, that his followers would be unified, that his followers would be loving, that his followers would be one. In the same way the Father and the Son are one, he wants us to be one. He goes on and prays, The glory which thou hast gave, gavest me, I give to them that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them, thou in me, that they may be perfect in one. And then he gives a reason, that they may know, that is the rest of the world may know and be saved, that, they, that, they, that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them and thou hast loved me. So I love that prayer for the church globally because Jesus is saying, I pray that we would be unified. And I think the church is extremely divided, not simply just among denominations, but just the believers as a whole are extremely divided. We are, we are, so I pray daily, God, please help the church globally to be unified. Um, and people say, oh, that's ecumenicism. No, no, that's biblical. Um, and ecumenicism is where we're gathering with people who are not mm-hmm. followers of Christ, and we're declaring that we believe the same thing mm-hmm. as others who do not believe fundamental truth of the gospel. That's not true. But the Word of God does say that we need to be globally unified as a, as uh, as believers. So yeah, this is what I pray. There's a lot in Scripture about love of the brethren yeah. and unity. Yeah. And it's one of the things that we d- I haven't heard it preached on that much, honestly. Yeah. I mean, not just you know. I've just realized. My preachers, what you see right here. Wow. But I mean, I listen to more Harsh. than you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I do Bible studies beyond just at our church. And yeah, it's not a topic that I hear addressed a lot, unfortunately. Well, that that's what's led to, I, I think I talked about that last episode, mm-hmm. but that's what leads, what do I pray for our church locally? What mm-hmm. I pray for our church locally is is threefold, that God would put a hunger for the word of God within them, put a hedge of protection around them, and put his hand upon them. These are from the scriptures, Psalm 42, um, where it says, As the deer panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, Mm. for the living God. When shall I come and appear before my God? So I pray, God, help our people to thirst for you and hunger for you. Today is their... That would be a great thing to pray for children, too. You're praying uh, for, in a sense, spiritual children, but parents out there... Wow, that's a great, a great outline for your kids. So that's one thing I pray for the church, hunger. I also pray mm-hmm. for a hedge about them. In Job chapter 1, he talks about God has placed a hedge about mm-hmm. me, and he thanks God for placing a hedge about him on every side. Um, and then God, during this time, lifted that hedge. That's mm-hmm. why we have the story of Job. But I pray God put a hedge of protection around our sheep, uh, around your people. And then lastly, I pray for a hand upon them. Um, specifically, I pull... Ezra chapter 8 where it talks about the hand of our God was upon good to them that seek him and the power of his wrath was against them that forsake him so I pray for our church specifically God your hand would be upon them and that you would bless those who are walking with you and that you would um, correct and I use the word the hand of correction upon those who are not walking with you because Mm -hmm. I as their pastor can't do that I as their under shepherd can't but the great shepherd I do pray, God, your hand would be upon those who are walking with you and that your corrective hand would be upon those who are not. And so oftentimes I will get, in fact, just yesterday I got a a text message from some people in our church who are going through terrible things. And uh, they haven't been in church in months, and uh, that indicates they're probably not reading the Bible, praying, giving, walking with Christ Mm -hmm. the way they should, and terrible things. And this is an answer to prayer. You say, well, you want terrible things? Yes, I want the hand of correction of God, the shepherd, to be upon the sheep so that they could walk back toward him. Mm. And so I pray this for our church daily, hunger, hedge, hand. That's really good. Local church prayer. 
I noticed a lot of yours are, you're such a preacher, they're alliterated. Yes. They have all so. H's, all D's. Yeah, it's heavenly yeah. And, and, and delightful. <laughs> but that's hard to, <laughs> to put them in order like that alphabetically. You know. Very good. Very nice. I'm going to need some help. Per Crystal just that. wants to leave the room. Okay. All right, give, give us your, uh, your third. Okay, my third. Um, this is kind of a fun one. But I literally pray these words. And, and you may be asking, okay, so everybody prays differently. Um, I use these almost like bullet point phrases. So very often, sometimes in the morning when I pray, I will just pray through the phrase. Like, Lord, what was one of these? Show me your face today. Yes. And sometimes I expound on it. I'm like, Lord, when I, I need to see you. I want to know who you are, and I'll talk to him about it. Um, this is one of those that's really fun because sometimes I just pray, it, and then sometimes I get real specific that the Lord will help me to love the feeble-minded. And uh, <laughs> this is a fun one. I, You know, you told me this years ago, and I haven't started praying it, but I love that you have this because it is great pastor or pastor's wife verse to pray. Yeah. But it's true for There's any Christian. There's a lot more. I really should be praying. Can I confess something? I should be praying this whole verse, okay? Walk us through it because I it's, think it's so okay, great. It's from First, First Thessalonians 5.14. Yes. And we were actually in Australia. With another pastor, yeah, Robert Bax, and Love I had Robert never Bax. even paid attention to this verse again. Read through the Bible many times, yeah. but never really stopped to meditate on the scripture. And I forget what we were talking about, but he was laughing about something crazy that had happened. He's well, you know, we're supposed to love the feeble-minded, and he like quoted this verse, and I was like, and the Lord really struck my heart with it because sometimes I do struggle with that. I don't know how to love someone that is, and I love that word, feeble-minded. Um, so let me read the verse. It says, now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly. Some of us get real good with that part. Mm -hmm. uh, comfort the feeble minded. So I know the Bible says comfort. I say love because loving is comforting and I need to love them. I need to love the feeble minded and not get frustrated with them. Support the weak and be patient toward all men. So really this whole verse should be on my prayer list. Maybe I'll expand it after this Bible talks. It's podcast. not easy to love the feeble-minded because they oh. act feeble-minded. Yeah, and this can be taken. I've shared this with my small group. We've talked about it, and the ladies just cackled when I shared it with <laughs> them. Um, that sounds like really not a good term for women, well, cackling. No, they that's giggled. The way, that's they the way giggled. I see it. It's a bunch of hens. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Was that no. wrong? When I say? hear cackling, I think of a witch old, uh, or an old hag. I think she of, cackled. I think of a group of chickens. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was not the laughter that they had. They did laugh a lot, though, at that. And some of them told me they might start praying that. And, you know, they just got tickled by it. But honestly, that is something that um, sometimes people who are feeble-minded just need a lot of attention. They're very weak. Yeah. And they need so much support. <laughs> and they just can't seem to understand things. And I just, I don't always have the patience I should with that. And yeah. so I've been praying, Lord, you love their maid. Like we've talked about, they're your image bearers. They, and you, there are many of them children. Yeah. And Lord, whether it is an actual, you know, handicapped or just a, a personality thing or their mind is broken by sin or whatever it is. Yeah. If, they, if they struggle, Lord, you love them. Yeah. And I want to love them. Lord, give me your love for them. And I've seen God grow that slowly in me. I'm not there. I've got a long way to go. But with just that that true care for them, helping me see their story, yeah. helping me see what's going on with the weak and the feeble-minded. I love it. So my, that's getting, that just got real raw and real there, didn't it? No, I love it. And I'm glad that, well, I mean, if you want to get real raw and r real, as you said, 
Um, no, it's it's important. Um, I think what you told me years ago is those with disabilities at times can make you nervous because you didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, because I was not up. around them as much. And yeah. uh, and and not so with me. We grew up. Uh, we had several people in our church that had disabilities growing up, mm-hmm. and so for me, it that wasn't as as difficult. For me, it's really hard to love the arrogant. Um, <laughs> No, it really is. Yeah. I mean, I hate. Which can be another form of feeble-minded sometimes. I, I have. Uh, it's amazing God is trying to train me in this because I'll have arrogant people come up to me every Sunday, it seems. And God sends new ones. And I think God wants me to meet these arrogant people, not simply because I need to see arrogant people, but because God wants me to look in the mirror and say, this is <laughs> this is the way you come across to people. Um, but uh, no. That's funny you say that because sometimes I am not, not joking. I'm not exaggerating. The feeble-minded. <laughs> <laughs> there are sometimes I'm like, how do I not understand this Lord? <laughs> uh, well, let me give you my third. The third one that I, I pray, uh, well, the third that I'll give today, we're going through our prayer list and talking about prayers that we pray or scriptures that we pray. And uh, near the end of my prayer list, I pray, I love you, Lord. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of sum up my, my prayer list with two verses. Uh, first is about love, and then I'll give the final one in a moment. Uh, the last one for today, it's John 21, verse 15, where Jesus says, do you love me, Peter? And uh, do you love me? Do you love me? And and do you love me more than these? And that's so important to me. So I, I daily end my prayer by saying, Lord, more than I love myself, more than I love my family, more than I love these, these church people, more than I love Las Vegans, I, I love you. And I, I want to remind the Lord and remind myself daily that's my focus. So, um, yeah, this has been on my prayer list now for, I think this is one of the longest ones that have been on my prayer list, maybe 15, 16 years. Um, daily pray this scripture to the Lord. Lord, I love you. Just like Jesus was asking Peter, do you love me? I, I want to remind the Lord every day, I love you. Even if it's just the words, mm-hmm. and maybe my heart's not in it that day, I still want to, I love you, Lord. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've never thought about that coming directly from scripture, because I've, I've told the Lord I love him and try to make that a practice. Usually I end my prayers with it, even when I'm praying you know, in public or yeah. leading a group prayer, but this is not I never an thought actual, about that being just from scripture. It's not me. an actual right prayer in the scripture. It's not really saying pray this, but the mm-hmm. story helps put me in the right frame yeah. of mind. It helps me think of myself on that on that seashore mm-hmm. in Galilee, which we visited. By the way, you can visit with <laughs> us if you want to go to Israel. You should seriously. It is a lot of fun and a great trip. Yeah, if you want to go to Israel, we actually go to that specific spot where where Peter and Jesus or what they that was one of my say. favorite spots. Actually, it's one of the most beautiful yeah, places really nice. out in the Galilee. And and call the church offices. Um, really call Southern Hills and. And get on that list. Uh, we can only take a total of fifty people this year. Uh, it, that happens in November, anyway. We we I if I frame my mind in that moment of I'm there, Jesus is there. We just had breakfast, and He asks me, "Do you love me?" And it's early in the morning. The sun's coming up, and I say, "Lord, I love you." Mm. So that's number three for me. Give us your final one, Heather. Well, the final one for today, because actually there are more on my prayer list, but we will not share them today. And by the way, I don't expect this to end. If you're starting this practice, just know it's one that it's addictive. (laughs) It's one that will, it's contagious. It'll continue growing. And I'm amazed at the scriptures that keep getting added to my list. Absolutely. Um, So, and not for a podcast sake, but just because walking with God, that's how God works. He uses his word in that way. Wait, wait, wait. You don't pray these prayers simply because we have a podcast? Man, I got to have something to talk about (laughs) on the podcast. Let me look. Oh, I can add that to my prayer list. No, that's hilarious. That is not the motivation here. Okay. uh, The last one I'm sharing today is something that, to be honest, I began praying it 
And then as I saw it in scripture, I'm like, Lord, that's what I've been praying and that's what you've been doing. Does that make sense? Yes. So I've been kind of rephrasing a little bit, but every day I have in big bold, it's literally right after I pray, I pray for myself, I pray for you, and then I pray for our three children. And then I pray for other things. But before I pray for anything else, after I name Jonathan and my request for him, in big bold letters, it says, Holy Spirit, lead me today. Mm. And that's where I really stop and take a lot of time. I think through appointments that day. I think through how I'm feeling and just really get very real and vulnerable with the Lord about how much I need him that day. And I ask him to really be in control at every step of the way, every moment, every word, every appointment to block things that would be time wasters. You know, if someone really doesn't want help, I literally pray they won't show up for an appointment. Yeah. I mean, because I there think are other people great who do prayer. want help. I've never done that. I think yeah. you're exactly right. As a min- as ministers, we have this quite often, and people show up for mm-hmm. it. Look, you, we're we're not therapists where you just pay yeah. hundred dollars an hour to to vent. Yeah, we're here for actual counsel, and it's a waste of our mm-hmm. time if you're not going to take it. Yeah, and God knows. So I I try not. I think you do too. We try not to judge. We trust that you know, and that's what's great about praying. That is, even yes. if you feel an appointment doesn't go well, I believe that God answers prayer. And I'm beseeching him to do a work. Statement, Heather. So I know when someone shows up, okay, there's a purpose here, God. You're going to use this. Yes. And it gives me great confidence and helps me to have a right attitude. But I pray many things in that. that basically, that the Holy Spirit would fill me and take control and lead the day. Um, I feel that to him. So the scripture that this comes from is, commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. That's yeah. out of Proverbs. Mm. And um, I'm sure you've heard that verse before, but it's just really been made real to me because... Um, of a couple of things. One, I looked up the word commit and do you know, it's only translated commit once this, this Hebrew word it's trust once, but do you know, almost every other time it means to roll. And I love that. Here's why I love that. It's like rolling the stone away from the well, a huge rock. And I love that because I need this thing. I need this water. You know, I have this, this thirst and Lord, the, the stone is so heavy mm. that I can't even lift it up. So, Lord, my day, that's how I feel. And I think some ladies may relate to this. I don't know if men will as much. You'll have to answer for the men, Josh, when I get through explaining this. I can speak for all men. Okay. (laughs) Please do. Speak for all men today. Um, But I know as a woman, we have so many things on our plates and our hearts and our minds. And we want to be be Wonder Woman. We want to be everywhere. And even Wonder Woman realized she could not be everywhere. She had to pass by certain needs that she couldn't meet and deal with her objective. I remember that scene. Great movie. Such a good scene. Hit the heart of a woman. But that's how it is. As women, we have so many things on our plates and it's so heavy. Sometimes a day is so heavy that I can't even lift it up to the Lord. I literally just have to put my weight against it and roll it to him. I know that may seem silly to some people and you're like, what is this crazy woman talking about? But to me, that's a powerful picture that in the morning I'm saying, Lord, mm, here it is. Lord, you got to take it. Yeah. And give me what I need in the midst of this. And the coolest thing about this is since I've started praying this, um, there have been some days that I've never sensed the Lord's presence so strongly and his direction so clearly. In the fact that even simple tasks, he'd be like, okay, Heather, now you need to stop by Albertsons and pick up those flowers. Now you need to do this. And he literally ordered my steps. Like my thoughts were established. Yeah. And I've never seen scripture so strongly fulfilled. Wait, wait, wait. You believe the Holy Spirit can speak to you. Oh, I sure do. What? If you, you if you're don't like, don't even wait, get me started. I'll do a, a whole nother session right here, right now. Wait a minute. I'm not sure if I believe that. Listen, you can go back and listen to episode number 26, 28, 
uh, no, 26, 29, and 31, where we talk about the power of the Holy Spirit and yes. our beliefs on what the Holy Spirit can actually do. And I'll have to Christian. say, because you always have to say it, I've never heard him in an audible voice. <laughs> My favorite teacher always says that. She's always accused of being such a charismatic because she actually believes the Holy Spirit can speak to her. All right, her. last one that I pray. <laughs> I pray this scripture, um, and it's the last one I put on my prayer list. I end with, I love you, Lord, John chapter 21. And the last one as I pray is I pray, I'm asking you, believing these prayers will be answered. And primarily I pray that Matthew chapter 13, and he did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. And um, it's important that we pray um, in faith, nothing wavering. That's the book of James, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, He that wavereth is like a wave of the sea. Is that what it is? Driven with the wind and tossed. And and I, I pray, Lord, everything that I prayed for, I want to sum up by saying, I'm asking, believing that you can and will answer these prayers in your will, not mine, but that you would respond as I pray. So I, I pray, I believe these, th- and I'm telling the Lord that, and I'm reminding myself that, mm-hmm. that I have faith in these prayers. So uh, in the person that I'm praying to, I should say. And so these, this, is a, this is a partial list of prayers that we pray based on Scripture, mm-hmm. or what we would say scriptures that we pray. And if you enjoyed this lesson, again, go back and listen to the very first one we did on this, episode 27, Scriptures We Pray. This is you know episode 45. what I love 45. about sharing these is that sometimes it's, it's fun because sometimes you do get an idea from someone else's prayer list. And yeah. you know, as I shared today, one that I took literally from someone else's prayer list onto mine. But sometimes, like, I hear you share these things. I think, oh, that's great he's praying that. But it's amazing how the Lord uses certain things in your life and certain things in my life and that he oh, deals certain. with us as individuals. Oh, absolutely. Knowing what we need. So uh, read your Bible and ask to see his face. Ask him to show you uh, these things. And then incorporate them in your prayer life. You will be amazed at how God will use the power of his word in your prayers. Thank you for listening to episode number 45 of the Bible Talks with Josh and Heather. Next week, we plan on discussing, or in the next episode, we plan on discussing uh, the family dynamic. We're going to talk more about husband-wife relationship, the child care, and this kind of thing. And uh, we've only done a few episodes on child care and and marital relationship, but that's going to be next week uh, or next episode, episode number six. Uh, 46. If you'd like to connect with us further, go to our Facebook page, The Bible Talks with Josh and Heather. Here we can interact with you, uh, take requests for upcoming episodes, and answer any questions that you might have. Uh, We want to ask end this by asking you to do just this one thing. Heather, what do we want our folks to do today? We want to make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Now, I think you've already done this. Right. Because you are one smart cookie. Right, but you have there are people around but you. There are who other have not. listeners who haven't. Right, you're listening so to this right now and you just haven't. Just do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what, are you, what are you thinking? Some of, <laughs> some of you actually subscribe right on Podomatic, which is the website. Some of you subscribe right on iTunes. Fantastic. But either way, click that subscribe button, click the bell icon. That will remind you every time a new episode comes out, and then keep looking for it. They should come out about every two weeks. So we're so glad you joined us here today. Be sure and like our Facebook page, The Bible Talks with Josh and Heather. Share with us there scriptures that you pray. We'd love to hear from you. It's always fun to hear from our listeners. And remember, when the Bible talks, we'd better listen.